All right, here we go. How do I know when to go? I'll say three, two, one. Ready? Okay. Three, two, one. <laughs> hey, Joey. Mike, um, you didn't happen to oh. listen. To... What? Go ahead. I'm sorry. You didn't happen to listen to Big Fatty's show earlier, did you? Um, no. Uh. Uh-uh. <sighs> okay. I've decided to take this moment to ask you Uh-oh. a question. Hold what on. Happened? It looks like maybe they can't hear you. Um, let me double check here. Can you can hear Mike but not Joe, right? Okay. Well, I'm glad they got the good part of this. <laughs> Hold on, let me double check I got this working. Uh, I'm back. <clears throat> can you hear Joey too? Okay. I hope they yes. can hear me. Oh, they can hear. Oh, they can hear both of us. Yay! Okay, so you let's um per, let's reenact the first time we did this um, about five minutes ago. It went right, like we bring bring, and I said hello, Joe, and you said hi, Mike. You're amazing. No, well, <laughs> um, first of all, did you listen? I don't think you could hear me. Did you listen to my segment on Big Fatty? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. What did I miss? I think I think now is the time because we're live for me to do this. Okay, Mike. Um, I've been thinking a lot about this, and I think you know, with Doma going down and Prop Eight going down, I really think it's time for us <laughs> to get married <laughs> and move to. And I want to move to England. <laughs> Those are inside jokes. Make of our hands one okay, hand. Joe. The um the chat room's telling me please no, don't do it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Make of our hearts one heart. Um real quick before we get too deep into a very complicated joke that will go nowhere. I am Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in L.A. We've been friends for over a decade, and each week we just call one another and catch up. Did you say each tweet? No, each week. I think mm-hmm. I said week. Um, how are you, Joey? I'm good. I'm, I'm good. not in my house. I'm not in my house. This is, um, I'm, do you know Tom in Chicago, Tom and Terry? So I'm, I'm in Chicago for work, and, uh, uh, Tom was nice enough to let me use his house to record from tonight because I was going to find like a quiet room in the hotel or just, you know, use unreliable Wi-Fi somewhere. So I'm is really he in the room? thankful. Are he, is, no, are he's he in, in the house, but he's not in this room. But how nice of them, right? Let me ask you a question, and I don't want you to be embarrassed about this at all. Do you pay them with sexual favors to stay there? Joe, come on. I'm not staying at their house. That would require sexual favors. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just broadcasting live from the Tom and Terry studio. They have an amazing place, by the way. Amazing. But that, I mean... That's not. But you're in Chicago, right? Does he? You go like, hey, Tom, let me show you my Polish sausage. I don't even know if you're Polish, by the way. I have some Polish in me. Yeah, you will later on. <laughs> Ow! When you go on the grinder, a little Polish no, grinder. I don't have grinder on my phone. Even when I'm traveling, I don't do that. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm, that's kind of a waste of grind. I mean, this is when you use grinder. You use grinder when you're traveling. Do I have really bad volume control? I don't know. I can hear you fine. Um, am I too loud? 
No? Okay, anyway, I mean, that's neither here nor there. Let's, um, we got a show to do. Yeah. So what's been going on? So if you don't, let, real <clears throat> quick, if you don't know, Joe and I, what we do is we catch up each week. We call one another. We talk about our weeks. We talk about what we're going to do in the coming week. And um, it's a hoot. If you've never heard us before, you can find us at cupodcast.com. And you can also find us uh, in iTunes and Stitcher Smart Radio. So, Joe, how, how, how are you? How have you been? Tell me something funny. Okay. Well, I don't know if this is funny. This is horrible. So, on Tuesday, um, I got together with my friends Chris and Mercedes. And I decided to make dinner. Right? Michael and Julia came over. We were going to play some board games. We were going to watch the movie Flash Gordon from 1980, which is an amazing movie, by the way. It's so cheesy. Anyway, so I make this meal, right? And they have a little son, a cute son. How old and is he? He's about five, okay. I'd say, right? So he, they give him the food I made, which is just like fish. It's nothing big, right? Mm-hmm. And um, he's eating the food. And he takes a bite, and he, he looks at his mom. And he goes, Mom, I can't eat this. It's really gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> right? And then Mercedes says to him, that's not... Oh, sorry. She goes... <laughs> Doing she goes, it live. <laughs> yeah. She, she says, uh, that's not really nice of you to say Joe's sitting right there. You know? And he looks at me and he goes, I'm sorry, Joe. He goes, Mom, I can't eat this. It's too... And then he does air quotes. He goes, it's too spicy. <laughs> it was so awkward and embarrassing. <laughs> it was so horrible. Did she make him eat it or? No, because then she made him like, you know, like, well, actually, this kid eats really, really healthy. He eats like, um, like, he eats, he's the healthiest eating kid I've ever seen in my, my, in my entire life. Like, he eats like green beans. Like, he's like, he's like, oh, yeah, green beans. Yeah. And he eats like eel sushi. You know? <laughs> and, okay. Like, he eats like the most, um, he eats better than most adults. He's like, please, can I have more brown rice? I don't want more chicken. You know, we think, what? Mom, can I have some kale chips? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Mike, he would be so excited about that. He would be so excited. Yes. He's like the healthiest kid ever. I don't think huh. he has an ounce of like cholesterol running through his blood. Oh, I do. What's going on with you? Well, I'm in Chicago, as we just talked about, and I had. Uh, first of all, this really strange experience going through security, uh, when I was in SFO on my way here. So I'm like standing in line, kind of normal, trying to get through security. And when I got there, there was a woman ahead of me, two people ahead of me. And she decided that she didn't want to go through the body scan. She wanted a pat down. Uh, so I know. So I, I hate s- that woman. The people, well, the TSA guards, they hated her too. They were like, uh, can you just, uh, stand over there and wait for a female guard to come pat you down then? And no joke, they were, they just let her stand there for a while. Cause I, I put all my stuff through the belt. Then I got, uh, the big body scan thing and I walked wait, through. When you walk through the body scan, are they like, whoa? And they're like, eyes pop out of their head. And they're like, sir, you need to step to the side. We think you have some sort of like hose in your pants. I hate you. <laughs> You're only doing this because it's live and you know that I get really uncomfortable. Okay, so I'm walking through security and I am getting my stuff and I see the woman. She kind of is inching her way through the little side part of it. She goes through a little gate. And then as I'm putting my shoes on, she is like fiddling with the – they have like one of those retractable rope thingies 
to kind of keep people from just walking through. Mm -hmm. And she is like trying to open it. And I notice that she's trying to open the retractable rope side, not the little clippy side. So I'm like, oh, you got the wrong side, lady. And I like lean over. I help her. She walks through. I close it. I put my shoes on. And by the time I look up, she has she's gathered her things and is walking off. What? She was Are never you? she was never scanned. And I'm the guy that helped her get through security. Oh, my so God. I have this like weird moment of like anxiety. <clears throat> like, should I tell them? Should I? tell her should i say nothing at all and then you know a plane goes down and you see me on the news like helping this woman get through the line so as i'm like kind of contemplating which person in a tsa uh uniform i should tell there's like a a female guard kind of is walking quickly towards her and she's like excuse me ma'am you need to come back over here (gasps) so they they have it like monitored because she just was walking through and they caught her and knew that she was gonna get or that she was never pat down or anything. So that took care of itself, but I was very anxious for a few minutes. Imagine if I'm like on the news and there's pictures of her face and it's like me assisting her through security. Well, yeah, there's a woman with a bomb in her shoe and a guy with a hose in his pants. They, they think you're up to something. <laughs> so I'm I'm staying in Chicago, by the way, and I had an awesome night last night with Tom and Terry. We went to this place called the Chicago Firehouse. And then some bar across the street um, that I don't remember I what it's called. If people, I wonder if he ever says, like, oh, yeah, I'm, if Tom ever says, like, to people, like, I'm married. And they go, oh, to who? He's like, oh, my, you know, Terry. And they think it's, a, like, a girl. They ever think, That's like, funny. oh, That's funny. Of, we kind of talked about that last night. And we talked specifically. Um, Tom refuses to say um, married or my husband. He says, like, long out, like, domestic partner, civil union, only recognized in Illinois whatever (laughs) because it's long and complicated like the the term is so he until it's simplified he's going to keep saying it in a complicated way like that that must have been the most awkward wedding ever (laughs) i now pronounce you what is the thing (laughs) do you take terry to be your civil union um domestic partner only recognized in the state of illinois to you have time to for like hold. the reception by the time they finish that sentence <laughs> you're dancing to like you know like tequila they're the cutest couple though they they're like i don't know just them like, telling stories like, of how they meet and you're stuff there you don't have to kiss their ass more they no ass there. kissing i'm serious like just the stories of how they met and oh, i don't know it's meet? just no i like the story no that's personal that's their story oh. if they want to tell it but it's just really nice and comforting to be around them and they're the nicest people so okay. what else is going on with you in la anything same night all right same night so we eat dinner my disgusting dinner okay and um we play a few board games and then chris excuses himself He's like oh i'll be right back he actually starts the coffee machine okay right and he goes upstairs mercedes we're playing games and we're like oh is um is chris coming back down we're at Mercedes, Chris and Mercedes' house. And Mercedes is like, oh, he he went to bed. He didn't tell you guys? <laughs> but he had turned the coffee machine on and everything. So we're like, oh, okay. But he was really tired. He was actually asleep when we got there. Okay? So that's fine, right? So then it's time for the kid to go to bed. They have two kids. Time to put him to bed. So Mercedes is like, hey, I'm going to go put the kids to bed. I'll be right back down. Right? So she's put him to bed, and it's taking longer than she had hoped, right? So she sends me a text message and it's like, hey, I'll be down in 10 minutes. Go ahead and start the movie, right? 
Sure. So we start the movie. It's me, Michael, Julia, and my friend Shannon, right? We start the movie. We're in their house. I'm all, she'll be back in 10 minutes. So we start the movie. Um, why do they never come back down? What? They never come back down. We watched the whole movie. This is like a scary movie, and then you go upstairs, and they're all, like, dead or something. No, 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 because they have a baby monitor downstairs. We turned it on, and she was she fell asleep when she was putting the kids to bed. I guess that happens. <laughs> yeah, so we just, like, let ourselves out of the house and went home, but we were at Chris Mercedes' house the whole time and watched a movie without them there. <laughs> a two-hour movie? What movie was it? Dude, you have to see this fucking movie. It's Flash Gordon from 1980. It is the campiest. It's one of the campiest movies I've ever seen. It's like up there with Mommy Dearest. It's up there with Burlesque. It is so... Burlesque is great. It is so campy. It's amazing. You, I encourage everyone to see this movie. Hmm. Um, I want you to know real quick. Um, <clears throat> I am missing a tweet up for this show. There's um, So I'm here on business and I do some d- diabetes social media stuff and... There is a big tweet-up event. Do you know what that is? No, I'm sure you're going to bore me with the details. Ugh. Why are we friends? <laughs> no, we're lovers. <laughs> what are you talking about? I asked you to marry me. Stop. So a tweet-up is basically people that know one another on Twitter meet up in one location and don't talk to each other but look at their phones the entire time. Wait, so, no, 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 this is not a real thing. I, they, I mean, they do actually talk to one another, but it's a lot of just like – tweeting and like oh who are hi nice to meet you what's your name on twitter oh let me follow you and then you sit at your phone and read all their stuff for a uh, few minutes this sounds so horrible <laughs> never go to this but joey last week you were telling me a story about going to an event where a man used a bullwhip to get people's attention yeah, but people talk to each other mm. let me tell you this here's the thing see this is where you and i are different you're mr follow everybody on twitter Right on the catch, Mike and I share the catching up tw- uh, Twitter handle, right? <laughs> and you he get follows, so pissed, Joe. What's wrong with following strangers? Because You're only supposed to follow people you know, and then yeah, you have yes. ten followers. You're yes. following ten people, and then you're no, bored. No, listen to this. No, I only follow. There's actually a listener, RC Martinez. I'm so sorry, RC. I just I only follow people that I know. Yeah. What What do I care that uh, this guy from West Hollywood? I can't remember his name. Um, he has a picture of a twink. I don't think it's him. And he put that guy puts up so much porn pictures. Actually, I don't mind him. But I'm talking about <laughs> other. I'm talking about other people. I'm like, who the hell is this? There was some guy who kept direct messaging us porn. So I unfollowed him. I I did an executive decision. Well, you have to follow people to get followers. And so I'm just playing the game. I'm finding interesting people that might enjoy our show. And You're I'm good at that. I'm finding them to see what they're talking about, and then they are seeing what we're talking about, and it's it's how you do it. Um, R.C. Martinez, by the way, I am going to meet up with tomorrow <laughs> night. Um, we're going to have some drinks in downtown Chicago. I think mm-hmm. that's I don't I don't I have no idea where I'm staying. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to see R.C. Martinez, possibly Ricky from the Foul Monkey Show as well. Mm-hmm. So. I you think, ever, have you gone to that like beer mirrored ball or tri- or pyramid or whatever it is? Uh, the bean, it's like a know. big mirror. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, staying. Yeah, yeah. I'm staying pretty close to that. So, oh. um, I passed it today on my way over to Tom and Terry's. So everybody I know that goes to Chicago, they take a picture with this big metal ball. Yeah, and I'm like, a what selfie. is that? Yeah, a selfie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna probably check that out. But tomorrow night, I'll I'll see a couple of podcasting friends. I hope. Um, I'm working pretty much nonstop until uh, Tuesday when I leave. So uh, not tons of playtime, but a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, what's going? What? Well, Joe, are you in the chat room? Well, I was just because we had technical issues, but I I minimized it. And I'll tell you why. I'm kind of scared that everybody's gonna be like saying horrible shit about me. Uh, you're so sensitive, Joe. So sensitive, it's weird. But the first of all, the everyone in the chat room is very nice and they're very supportive. So just open the chat room. Um, let's take. A, I mean, there's people here that are people are saying, "I love Joe." Oh wait, where? Um, we love you, Joe. Ah, Joe. Oh no, we love Joe. Why are you not looking? Yeah. First of all, chat room. First of all, before you guys get into too much love for Joe, this was totally planned, I bet. He was (gasps) like, I wonder how I can make everyone in the chat room say they love me. That is not true. My God, that is true. You know what? I just found out today, I didn't know this, that you were known as the liar on the Big Fatty Show. Joe, I I have a podcast. I have a podcast called What Some Will Call Lies. I have a tattoo that says, I tell what some will call lies. Well, I'm going to tell you, you live. It, it should be called what, what Some Would Live Lies, because that's exactly what you do. <laughs> I, I don't get what that means. But So, Joe, open the chat room and see it. There's a lot of people in here uh, because we're doing this live. Um, if you are listening to this, we are recording it as well, and we'll post it to our stream eventually. But um, if you are listening to this as a recording and not live, you are really missing out because there's a wonderful chat room. We're going to be um, interacting with these people, and it's nice to see what people are saying as the show happens, which is cool. And our friends at P- Pride48 actually put tons of work and resources into the great streaming events that happen twice a year now. Um, and if you love these events like I do, you should consider making a monetary donation, which you can do on pride48.com i would check that out um it's just a great place to be so um, let me tell you something i want to pitch in on this guys pitch in a dollar pitch in five dollars pitch in ten dollars let me tell you why the the money you spend goes to support just the infrastructure to put this show on and let me tell you this it's going to be more expensive than ever this year in vegas and i'll tell you why mike lawson is showing up do you know how big of a ballroom we're going to need to hold Mike Lawson, his ego, and his penis, they're going to need like the grand, ball, like the presidential ballroom. Stupid. I Mike's just got to. This is going to come in 70 feet before he does. I just got a Snapchat, by the way, from somebody who's in the chat room right now. I'm not going to say who or what the picture was, but if you're on Snapchat, find me. I'm, I think I'm just Mr. Mike. I'm Mr. Mike Lawson. M R M I K E L A W S O N. Um, Snapchat me. Joe hates Snapchat and he thinks no, I'm petty for I don't hate Snapchat. Here's why I got mad about Snapchat. So, Mike, did we talk about this in the show? No, because I was so upset about it and okay. asked you never to talk about it again. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never <laughs> um, so, if you're in the <laughs> chat room, is there? we have a couple of minutes until we're going to get into some other stuff. If any of you have any sort of questions for Joe or if you... Um, want to say anything really nice to Joe and not critical at all because he's super sensitive. Uh, you could do that. Uh, <laughs> um, where's Jose? People are okay. asking. Jose was supposed to come. He was up in the air whether the Kyle in Hawaii asked where Jose was. Um, Jose was supposed to come, but he was up in the air whether he was going to go to his sister's um, um, wedding shower or engagement shower or something in like 
Ohi or something random. I don't, I don't, there were a lot of words in what he told me that didn't, uh, didn't make any sense. So Daniel Brewer has another question. He wants to know if somebody, in this case, he said, um, Adam, if Adam wants to see my penis in Vegas, but he's not single, what should he do? Um, he should pray about it and ask God what God thinks he should do. Um, I'm just kidding. Who knows if I'll be single when I'm in Vegas and I might not be showing my penis around at all. Um, and maybe if I'm not single, I still won't be showing my penis around. Laughing uh, Buddha says, Joe, I'm a new listener and I want to say I love listening to you and Mike. Oh, that's very nice. I thought it was a question, but that's super nice, Laughing Buddha. Um, RC, RCU next Tuesday. That's RC Martinez. I know. I'm aware. Um, he wants to know what the perfect burrito is. I'll tell you. There is this place in East L.A. called um, L, L and B, Allen B's, okay? And they make this bean and cheese burrito. It is so delicious. And I'll tell you what, if you're Jewish, do not get this bean and cheese burrito because I ate it. And I think the secret is they put like some sort of pork juice in it or something like that. It is so goddamn good. But, you know, a perfect burrito is really just the meat, maybe guac, maybe some cheese, but that's it. You know, no rice. Here's the deal. Don't put rice and beans with the meat. You can have beans alone, but no rice never. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Um, and then one more question. This is a good one from Toppy Smelly, and it's a question that one of our Catching Up with Catching Up uh, listener winners has asked before. He said, Joe, what is a ward? Before the 1960s Batman show, I didn't know people really had wards. In all seriousness, what is this ward thing with Jose, and what does it mean, and how does it or- originate? I believe ward is a very like kind of like turn of the last century sort of term for someone who like maybe like an adult who takes a younger person like I think it's like adopting them but like you essentially take care of their basic needs and whatnot so like if you're a ward of the state that means you're like an orphan and the state takes care of you so I think someone's responsible for you um, uh, Jose as I've explained in a movie is a young man he was in um, a, a movie that my friend <laughs> what's so funny this live show thing's funny. You just said Jose is uh, in a, as I've explained in a movie. Oh, <laughs> I did a movie about this show called Catching Up. No, <laughs> um, so Jose was in a film called A Better Life, which I recommend everyone see. He's there's it's about a father and a son. He plays the son, but Jose, even though he was in this movie, does not come from um, a rich family. He comes from an immigrant family. So even though he made this movie. He, doesn't, he didn't have a father figure to look after him. So I, the, I'm friends with the guy who directed the movie. And so he, the director asked me, would you mind mentoring this kid? And so since then, I've sort of um, given him advice and helped him pick classes for school. And it, I'm, I'm sort of like a mentor. So I think it's funny to say a ward. Yeah, it's more like you just enjoy calling <laughs> him a ward than actually it being anything official. Exactly. What's um What's going on in LA this weekend? I know I'm far away, but what am I? A- actually, my first story is not about LA. It's about diabetes. <gasps> I have diabetes. Yes. And you know who else has diabetes? <laughs> Paula Dane. Is it Paula Dane? Oh God! I- Did you really pull this story, Joey? Yes. <laughs> what, were you going to do this story? No, I'm just I'm interested to hear what you have to say. <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at the chat room now and I'm distracted. Okay, so, okay, Paula Dean. Now, <clears throat> oh my for God, those who Snapchat, don't know the sto- by the way, please keep sending Snapchats. <laughs> what are you getting on Snapchat? Nothing. <laughs> okay. okay. Anyway, 
Um, but you know what? Exactly. This is my point. So I'm going to tell this story now because you opened up this can of worms and then we'll get to Paula Dean. So like a couple of weeks ago, Mike puts this um, post on Facebook where he's like, hey, everybody, um, I got a Snapchat. Send it to me. Right. And all these girls, these silly girls that he knows, were like, I sent you a picture of my cat, Mike. And if you I don't know like, what Snapchat is, it's basically an iPhone app that allows you to send a picture that, quote unquote, self-destructs <laughs> after a short period of time. So five or six seconds, the picture will be gone from your phone so that it basically doesn't, isn't able to be spread. It's made so teenagers can send dick pics to one another or pictures of their tits. Like, that's the purpose of it. Yeah, and I, and I love that they that they were, like, obliviously thinking, like, it meant to send a picture of a, a cupcake they made. Joe, it's like weird. I, I don't have tons of Mormon friends, but every single Mormon friend that I have, that I can think of anyway, sent, has sent me Snapchats. I think Mormons are really big into the Snapchat. Do you mm-hmm. think they eventually go down the dirty road or they keep it pure? I'm going to tell you something. We, I've known some Mormons. They're very good people and they're pure, but there are some of them, man, those Jack Mormons, they're sending some, some, they're pulling aside that magic underwear and showing some dick pics. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway, can you go on to the... Uh, Paula Dean. Yeah, I'm telling you about Paula Dean now. So Paula Dean, here's the thing. So the story is, I'm sure they're all over the news, right? But um, the story is that the, the National Enquirer and other news outlets got a hold of the transcript of her deposition where someone's suing her and accused her of being racist and all this and her brother watching porn in the office and whatnot. Now, I want to address it because I actually the news has made a big deal about one part. And I actually think she's not that guilty of saying the N word. Right. Because, look. She made a really, I think, a very... Now, look, there's other stuff that's problematic, okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but the N-word stuff, I think she makes a good point. I mean, the bitch is 60, and she's from Georgia. Yeah. So when you ask a person, have you ever said the N-word, and she's like, yeah, then okay. But now, I know she goes on to explain that she's used it in jokes, and she also... um uh, It was a time when she was a bank teller in the 70s, and a... <laughs> and a Robert put a gun to her head, and then. But isn't that the, the weirdest time to use the word? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you pointing at me? <laughs> yeah, there's no time in your life when you're like you're more sir. Right. Than no one is more of a sir or your honor than when they have a gun to my head. Right. Yeah. But any. But anyway. So yeah. So now here's the thing, and she's and she even says in the deposition, I don't use it now. I don't. I've evolved, and people can evolve. And I think on that part, she's innocent. Now look, the part where she wanted to hire middle-aged black men, um, to work at her brother's wedding, and wanted them to tap dance, but then didn't, <laughs> but then didn't do it because she thought it wouldn't look right. <laughs> that might be problematic. Sure. Okay. But uh, uh, but I actually think this Food Network thing. Um, I did see the second. Someone asked if I saw the second apology. I did see the second apology. Look, here's the thing. She's gonna ride this fucking storm. She's super popular, and actually, I think Food Network is brilliant because the news story today is, um, the news story is about how Food Network fired her today. But notice it says they fired her a month before her contract was up. Bitch, you know they're going to make her take a few months off and they're going to get her back at like half the fucking price she was going to be. She has no bargaining power now. So they're gonna that bitch is going to be back on Food Network. Look, 
she's going to be fine. She'll ride the storm. I actually forgive her for the N-word stuff. It's, the other stuff is a little dicey. But did, was there anybody thinking? I mean, you hear her talk. You, you, I, I Can you pause, pause for show. one second? Pause for one second, Joey. You started this by saying it's not an L.A. story. It's a diabetes story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So where's the diabetes no, I just wanted to do a transition into this. So oh, that's my okay. Paula Dean story. Go on. Next. <laughs> um, that's, I mean, let me tell you a story from San Francisco, even though I'm not there right now. Uh, can I do that? Yes. Uh, there is this couple. They're calling them landlords from hell. Basically, they had some tenants in a building that they owned, and they were trying to get rid of them. And they were doing all kinds of scary, going to all kinds of scary lengths to drive these guys from the apartment legally, including at one point cutting holes in the tenant's floor with a power saw from below (laughs) while the tenant was inside the house. (laughs) So they're doing all of this. They're, um, they called the cops and said these people were like, uh, not supposed to be there, but they were. And, so now they and they were stealing stuff from the person's apartment, all kinds of crazy stuff. So now they're going to jail. It looks like for being the landlords from hell. They're thirty-seven year old and thirty-eight year old uh, couple here in. Have you ever had a landlord from hell? I love these people, by the way. I wa- I wish I would be laughed so hard if I was just sitting there and a saw came up through the floor <laughs> and made a circle. Wouldn't I've never had like- a. Land- wouldn't it be funny if they put a brick wall in front of the door and then painted like a cave <laughs> in front of the wall? Like, like whoa, and you crashed into the wall. <laughs> or you go outside and there's like a box of dynamite and it says Acme and they just put their hand down on like the lever. <laughs> that would be funny. Um, I, I, um, I never had a landlord from hell, but do you remember in uh, Southern California when I lived in that apartment and it was the old couple and he was kind of racist? So there was, his name was Bob, and he would like, he was super nice to me because I'm like a, a young white guy, but then I would have friends over, and he would be like a totally different person to them, and he would also, like he came up one time to fix a, an issue with a toilet, and he reached over, or he was like talking to me about the toilet, and he was like, you know what, I fixed this toilet before, there were people that lived here before you, they were Indian, and I reached over to get some toilet paper, and they don't have toilet paper because Indians never use toilet paper. <laughs> and I was like, what? And he was like, I have to lock the swimming pool up, you know, six months out of the year because the Vietnamese will wash their babies in there. <laughs> Just like all kinds of racist things. But he was so nice to me. It was like a very weird s- situation because he was a totally different person. Do you remember those people? No. Oh, yes, 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 I do. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love them. They were really nice, but yeah, you know, um, I had um, just I had, some Paula Dean issues there. I had these landlords that were super Christian, and they lived in the front house, and I lived in the back. But my the front of my house, even though I lived in the back, was all glass, and they could see everything I was doing. Mm. And so they would obviously see me bring guys home, and then just go. We would go to the bedroom and just close the door, right? And then they had a giant dog that attacked me. Okay. Like one time, like tore my shirt and everything. I was like, ah, and I was like running back to my apartment. But here's the other thing. I, you know this story already, but I'm telling the story for the show. One time I was on my way um, to visit a friend and as I was leaving, my sink wasn't working. And so I saw the landlord. I'm like, oh, hey, Michael, the sink's not working. Could you go check it out while I'm gone? He's like, sure, no problem. Can I go in? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and, and then when I get halfway to my friend's house, I realize 
I had my fleshlight under the sink. <laughs> I had left my fleshlight under the sink. So my my landlord, and then when he came back, the sink was fixed. So clearly my landlord was like, and oh. The fleshlight was warm. <laughs> <laughs> the landlord was like, oh, Joe, your flashlight um, doesn't really work and it drips semen. <laughs> Oh, God. That's so funny. Uh, do you have any other stories from L.A. that you want to tell me about? Yes. Um, so um, this actually is from L.A. There was a, an organization founded in Anaheim okay, by a man named Alan Chambers called Exodus International. Oh, of course. And Exodus International was one of those organizations that claimed that they could um, uh, pray the gay away, right? And yeah. they just came out this week. It's a big story. Um, they did an interview with the LA Times and my pal Lisa Ling, and they issued a full apology. They've uh, admitted that you can't change gay people, that you can't pray it away, and they apologize for all the wrong that they've done. What do you think of this, Mike Lawson? Go. I think it's incredible. I think it's certainly progress. In the beginning, they before the there was like a an apology, but not a like a whole retraction of their entire mission, right? So there was like yeah, a little like bit a of lag time. Ago, yeah, a year ago there was like an apology, but now they've done the apology plus they've like we're stopping. They close it up. Close I think that's amazing shop. progress, especially in some of the conversations I've had with my mom. Uh, my mom has brought up Exodus specifically, um, kind of as proof as you know that this is it's possible to kind of just change the quote unquote choices you've made. So. Um, I'm curious. I don't know if I'll send her a link or how I'll get this. I'm sure she's heard the news, but I'm curious to see how she'll react to that. <laughs> Cut to she's tearing up the gift certificate she bought for you to Exodus International. <laughs> I would love, I would love to meet a guy who's in one of these organizations and just fuck the Joey, shit out of him. I had a friend in uh, Phoenix. He was Mormon, raised Mormon, and he got sent to a retreat that was supposed to reform gay people. It was all Mormon people. He told me he's never had more sex than he had that weekend at this thing. All oh, these really? guys, they're like rage-fucking each other because they're, they're like, you know, all this pent-up anger and their families are sending them away to like fix something they know can't be fixed. And they just go to town because they're finally surrounded by other people that they know for sure are feeling the way they're feeling. Well, you know what's funny is, at, on a related note, I knew a guy. Um, he was a, he was actually one of the good friends with my cousin. I have a gay cousin named Richard. Uh, he's a week younger than I am. And he, um, he, he joined the military. Now, wait, this is a long time ago, but he joined the army. And... Um, he told us after basic training that he never had more gay sex in his life than he did in basic training. I don't know what happened after that. But um, <laughs> um, do you have anything going on next week that you want to talk about? Are we done with the show? Yep. See ya. What time? Don't we? No. Film 20 <laughs> yeah. What do you have anything going on next week that you want to talk about? Okay. Uh, next week, I have a job interview for a major, major, major website. Oh, yeah. I, when you said job interview, I didn't get it. But now that you say major website, good. There, there's a story I was going to tell on the show, but I, I really can't. 
I think almost legally can't. Hold so on, Joe. Aren't you kind of? I won't go out. I won't give details or anything. But aren't you kind of doing something? So let me kind of back up. When I went to get my driver's license mm-hmm. when I was sixteen, I told nobody. I didn't want anyone to know. My sister did the opposite, and she told a lot of people. My sister <laughs> failed the test multiple times, and multiple times had to tell people, "Sorry, I didn't get it." Whereas I didn't tell anyone. So when I got my license, I just said, "I got my license." And everyone was happy for me. They didn't have to go through the failure. What if you don't get this job and you're talking about it? Should I ask you every week on the the podcast if you got the job? Here's the thing. And I can't tell this story for legal reasons. I don't want the job. I'm going through with the interview. But if I didn't get this job, I would be so relieved. I think that's not true. I, well, well, I'll tell, I'll, off the air, I will fucking tell you a story that will just <laughs> blow your mind. I was a hor- like on Monday. I was horrified, horrified by what this website did. Anyway, um, um on I- anybody in the chat room, do you guys have any other questions or anything you'd like for us to talk about before we wrap up? Wait, Mike, is it seven forty-three? Yeah, but we we have stuff we have to do. We have to throw it to cocktails and cream puffs. We have to give our information. So, okay. Someone said pessimism is not good on me. And then this MIB person keeps asking if I'm a top or a bottom, and I'm not going to answer that. Oh, girl, he is a top. That kid. Joe. Mike's. Mike's I just said I don't want. Joe, I just said they keep asking, and I don't want to talk about it. (laughs) So. (laughs) Joey, seriously. Mike is like. Oh. (laughs) Toppy Smelly. I know we have 15 minutes. I just am worried that we won't end in time. So I figured we can kind of like start to wrap up. And then we won't have to rush the ending. Okay. And plus, I'm afraid if we stay on this any longer, you're going to reveal more about my sex life. I actually don't know anything about your sex life. I just know that you have in your pants, uh, like I, I was telling Big Fatty, like Peter Dinklage is in your pants, like Ew. trying to get out. Like the whole man is in my pants? Yes, the whole man. <laughs> um, if you're wondering what our website is, it's cupodcast.com. You could also search Catching Up in iTunes or Stitcher Smart Radio to find us. Mr. Mike Lawson, why do you people think you like Asians? <laughs> what? Where's that at? It's in the chat room. Oh, um, Ung, I'm actually dating an Asian guy right now, um, so that could be part of it. Um, I have a track record of dating a little bit of everything, and so Joe likes to make uh, jokes where he carves out one thing I've done and make it seem like that's the only thing I do. For example, when I was dating uh, an African American guy, Joe kept telling jokes about how I was only attracted to African Americans. And true. you were yes, it's true because there was some boy band that was really big at the time, and you were going on and on about how hot they were, and I was like, Joe, they're like not my type, and you were like, Oh yeah, because they're not boys to men. <laughs> well it shows you how old that joke is who says boys to men anymore no i think boys to men was kind of outdated but <laughs> um okay look here's the thing if mike went to the united nations he, he he wouldn't know what to do he would just avoid all the white countries africa would get a lot of love south america would get a lot of love asia would get a lot of love In- india would get a lot of love anything <laughs> south of the southern hemisphere We'll get a lot of love. 
But Daniel uh, Brewer just made a very good joke. He asked me if I was dating another person with diabetes, would I stab him with a needle or would he stab me? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Would you have you ever dated anyone with diabetes, Mike? Uh, kind of, yeah. I mean, very weird. I met somebody at a bar, and we were kind of like chatting. Nothing. I mean, we weren't, you know, making plans to hang out or anything, but we were chatting, and then we found out that we both had diabetes, and it was like, oh my god. And I think it kind of forced us to hang out more than we probably would have. Did you ever like jack off together and call like, oh, let's diabete off or anything like that? <laughs> It didn't get that far. Big Fatty, I do watch Big Brother, and I can't wait to start watching it next week. So excited. So excited. Now, now let me ask you this. Um, Denmate.ed wants to know, will there be a new what someone call lie soon? Yeah, oh. Mike. Will there be a new what someone call lie soon? I, I haven't done one in probably a couple of months. It's been... Um, it's been heavy on my heart. I want to, but I just don't have time. I, this whole Chicago trip has actually taken a lot of preparation. So carving out time to do catching up, as Joe could um, attest to, it's been difficult to even find time to, to do this. So hopefully when I get home from Chicago, I'll have some more time. And um, I'm glad that people care enough to ask me that question. Um, let me say this, though. Mike, can I tell them why I'm asking that question? Sure. Mike asked me like seven weeks ago, can you record a story for the sh- what someone called lies and we're going gonna, gonna to weave it in? I remember that a little differently. <laughs> and I was like, all right. And I recorded an amazing story for Mike. It's sitting in his computer and Mike, no other episode. I like how this story goes, Joe, I was begging you to tell, you, tell me a story. When in fact, I posted on Facebook if anyone was interested in helping me do an episode. And Joe was like, I want to do it, please. Let me tell you this. We did a test of the live stream. Yeah. Um, Joey from Cocktails and Cream Puffs actually mentioned it a few minutes ago. Oh, I was driving um, yeah. home. But, you know, um, th- but, you know, I did this. We did this test stream. And I, uh, I the Mike's like, say, talk a lot. Talk on the thing so they can, you know, so they can test the audio. Well, what did you want me to say? Like, testing one, two, three. So I started talking. I talked about Joey, James Gandolfini. You talked for 30 minutes about how the death of James Gandolfini has affected your life. I'll tell you <laughs> why. Because I had come up with an amazing sketch where it was going to be the, the day before I filmed the sketch, Gandolfini, and it's about James. <laughs> he's Gandalf in Lord of the Rings. And it was going to be the hottest viral video ever. And then he goes and dies. Yeah. <laughs> um, but speaking of uh, cocktails and cream puffs, though, they're going to follow up. We're the opening act for cocktails and cream puffs. Um, so I know that Joey Buhecker is there. I know that Mark Sacco is there. I know Mark that Wendy. Sacco. I'll tell you why it's Sacco. It's Sacco. There's a famous case from the early 20th century called no one says Sacco and Vanzetti. Sounds like a puppet show. They say Sacco and Vanzetti. Well, they're different Sacco, people. Sacco is hotter. I'll tell you why. It makes you think of sack, like testicles. Sacco, it sounds like, oh, uh, hello, this is my Italian puppet, Sacco. Oh, say hello, Sacco. Oh, hello there. Oh, he- uh, Sacco, um, will you be going to the circus today? Oh, of course not. I love the circus. I love the clowns. And I love the therapies. Shut up, Sacco. I love how I'm actually really doing a puppet right now with my hand. <laughs> Sacco, do you like school? How- oh, yeah. Sacco, how do you like school? Closed. <laughs> hey Sako, you're a dummy. No, you're the dummy. No, you're the dummy. No, you're the dummy. That's <laughs> By the way, I'm making that now. We're going to have a new podcast 
catching up with Mike, Joe, and Socko. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I'm going to catching up a, a c- cocktails and a cream puffs. What about ca- catching up cream puffs? What about catching up and cream puffs? Love it. <laughs> Trademark. Love it. Trademark. <laughs> Trademark Mike Lawson Joe Tamps. We own it now. Thanks. I think I I would love I love their theme song. I wanted I want you to know I am constantly Ooh. singing that the Cock the Themes theme song. Mark and, just said hi in the chat room, by the way. Oh, but he doesn't know what we were saying. Nobody yeah. tell him what we were saying about him. I think he did. He does know. But oh, he, he, oh whoops! I hit. <laughs> I Mike, I am not joking. I have the my hand puppet talking into the pop screen pop filter. <laughs> Oh, hello there, Mark. Uh, this is the puppet, the Sako. How are you doing? Cocktails and cream pop. Episode number one. Puppet this. <laughs> it does kind of sound like an Asian Italian when you do it. It's like I a. Love a I love the spaghetti. Oh my gosh! Can I? Can, can I? Can you put your big schlong inside of me and make a puppet with that? Um, if anybody is still listening. Um, you can, I just want to throw this out there real quickly before, uh, Joe goes off some more, down some more racist tangents. Um, you can find us at facebook.com slash CU podcast or CU podcast.com. You can also find us in iTunes or Stitcher Smart Radio. And like I said before, our friends at Pride 48 are really putting tons of, uh, effort and resources into providing some really quality, uh, websites and streaming services for our, for all you guys. So if you have anything to give, you might want to consider doing that at pride48.com. I want to say another thing. I was listening on the drive in. I was listening to the latest episode of cocktails and cream puffs. Mm-hmm. I have a lot to say. I had a debate on the show about this, uh, uh, well, they were talking about the Prop 8 and DOMA cases. It went into this weird Christian thing, and I don't want the chat room to go crazy. All I'm going to say is this. Say it. I side with Joey Boohecker. Cool. I haven't listened to it yet, so I can't say any, I don't know what that means. I, I side with Gary. <laughs> I, I think Gary's right. Osako, you think Gary's right? Yeah, I don't believe in God. I think Jesus is an asshole. I think Buddha's a big fat pig. And I, I, I don't like this, this Krishna and this, uh, I don't like any of those, I don't like any of the Indian gods. The blue one, he's an asshole. I don't like any of them. I'm an atheist. I'm Sako, the atheist puppet. <laughs> um, can you imagine Joey and Joey in the same room together, by the way? If any of you don't have plans to come to Vegas uh, this coming September, no, you might want to think about that. it. That would be the funniest moment ever. I think the... It would be people crying. It would be people no. turning into puff of smoke, puffs of smoke no, and tears the of room will turn. The room will turn into a vacuum because all of the energy will be sucked into the two of you. Thank you. Um, Joey, I love you. That's all I have to say. The microphones would explode, says John Ong. <laughs> Oh, I, I see that the Noah, Chrissy, and Khan Hawaii agree with Gary. I agree with him too. I'm Sako, the atheist puppet. So, do you have anything else coming up next week that you might talk about in the following show so we can entice people to come back and listen to us? Yes. So, one of the early catching up with catching up um, winners, Ed Chan wants to know if I'm trying to act cute. <laughs> yes. You know, when I try and get men, I try to pretend to be a, a racist Italian. Um, bigoted uh, atheist puppet 
named Sako. <laughs> anyway, how um, cute! <laughs> that's so cute. Look at that racist Italian puppet, Sako. He's so cute. Anyway, um, so one of the early catching up with catching up winners was um, a guy named Rick. And Rick is in a group called, a gay singing group called Men Alive. And he very generously offered me tickets. I took them up on the offer. And I'm going to be going with a friend to go see Men Alive next weekend perform their annual summer concert. Sounds amazing. Uh, gay men's, now let me, every time I've seen a gay men's choir, at least 60% of them are bald. I have no idea why that is. But six percent of them are bald. And <laughs> That's I don't know such why. a bizarre observation. They're always bald guys. They're always bald guys with like, the hair on the side, and they look and they look at each other, and they're so happy singing. And they'll be like, "Yeah, they're like singing their song." They'll be like, "See you in September." Is this? Could it possibly be a roundabout way of saying they are all of a certain age, and people of that age tend to be bald? No, it could be young bald guys too. What percent are overweight? Secretly, Tim and John wants to oh. know. Oh, secretly, Tim and John wants to know what percent are overweight. Um, you know, I've never been to one. I'll let you know. I'll have a full report on catching wait, up. Wait, wait, wait. Every time I go to see gay men's choirs, dot, 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 and then your answer is, I've never been to one? Well, when I see them in my dreams. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so basically, you just made no. your first story up. <laughs> no, when I see them on TV. Whenever you see them on TV and they come on TV, I'm like, oh, every single one of those guys looks like Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I am going to... Uh... <gasps> oh, Joey Boohecker's in the chat room. Hey, Joey Boohecker. Hey, Joey. I agree with you and hey, not Gary. Hey, I girl. I think Joey's wrong. I think... I, I think... <laughs> I think Joe is completely wrong. Jesus was a, an asshole, and I think uh, I should take away the whole Pledge of Allegiance. I don't believe in it. <laughs> um, I have nothing else to say, Joey. <laughs> You're driving me crazy. <laughs> How much time do we have left? I could tell other stories. We have four I minutes. I want to say this, actually. If you're listening live, so now I'm talking to the other group of people, not the people listening to the recording, but Joey and I recorded for about 15 minutes before we started streaming, and we're going to record for about 15 minutes after. So if you listen to us uh, live right now, you should go check out our stream and see what we were talking about before and after the show. Please. Yes. Um, I, love you okay. too. I love you too, Donna Sugars. Oh, Donna Sugar. No, Donna Sugar's. Um, Donna Sugar's. We need to talk because I think um, we worked at the same place for a while, and I bet you we have stories that overlap because I believe you worked in costuming. So I would like to talk to you sometime. Wait, wait. I want to know what the hell you're talking about. But we Donna both, Sugar's lives in Southern California, right? Yeah, we both worked for the Mouse, and maybe around oh, the same times. So we're kind of the same age. Interesting. Um, Donna Sugar's. Was there anyone at the Mouse? Was there a Mickey or, or what did you? Was there a Goofy who had a very large inseam? <laughs> Shut up. Would you play Goofy backwards? Or, or, because the tail. Does Goofy have a tail? No, Goofy has no tail. Get with uh, it, Joe. Pluto has a tail. Did you ever play Pluto? No, I'm too tall. What characters did you play? No, why don't you tell a different story? <laughs> um, secretly, Tim and John is going to be in Vegas, by the way, and I'm super excited about that trying to change the subject oh secretly timid john doesn't want to meet me he's gonna meet you all right whatever i see how it is he's not so secretly timid that's the worst joke i've ever made 
That's the worst joke. That is literally the worst joke I ever made. And I feel I was on a roll with Sacco, the Italian racist atheist puppet. It's not the worst joke you've ever made, but it's the worst joke that will make it to a podcast because we're not editing any of it out. (laughs) No, I know. But let me me tell you this. I want to say this. I want to talk about catching up. Not catching up. I keep saying that. I want to talk about cocktails and cream puffs. We have two minutes left. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Thanks, Houston. Okay. Um, we, uh, I love this cock, this, uh, g- cocktails and cream puffs. I think this Joey Boo Hecker runs a really tight ship. I think Mark Sacco is sort of like the sweet one. This, uh, Wendy Cameron, she's sort of like, uh, the, I don't know what she is. She's Australian. That's all I know. Right. She says things. Uh, that's who's doing the show next, right? I like the last show. I listen to this cocktails and cream puffs. I want everyone else to keep listening to cocktails and cream puffs. It's a good show. I'm glad that we're leading into them. Okay, I'm glad we were led in by Big Fatty. I agree. Someone nowhere. Nicole says Wendy is the awesome one. Yes, she's awesome. I just didn't know how to describe her. What do you think her role in the show is, Mike? She's kind of well. It's evolved like a little. Like the den bit. mother. She's like the den mother. Sure. Wouldn't you say? It's evolved a little bit. So from when I first started listening to now, it's been a little bit different. But hopefully, they are all set up and ready to go. Joey says she's the tit of the show. So hopefully they're all set up and ready to go because we are going to hang up in a second. And Joey uh, and I, Joey Batance from Catching Up, are going to record a few extra minutes. So make sure you download the episode when we post it this coming week. Are you going to say goodbye, Joe? Well, you say goodbye first. It was nice catching up with you, Joe. Go to hell, Mike. All right, bye, you guys. Make sure you stay tuned for cat, um, <laughs> for cocktails and cream puffs. Goodbye. I'm a sock of the puppet. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Um, uh, um, 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 um